Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and as always, I am with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hello, Jessica. Hi, how are you? Great. Good. So before we begin today, let's do some housekeeping uh, stuff. Clean A little up. housekeeping. What are we going to do? Let's talk about people that enjoy our product here of The Secret Life of Parkinson's. Okay. If they could subscribe and like our podcast, that helps with the analytics that get us seen by more people that search or Google Parkinson's. No, oh, that's I think that's a great idea. So if you want to like us and subscribe, there's a button right below. And what else? Well, they also have um, people that want to leave comments, suggestions, mm-hmm. concerns, topics that they'd like us to discuss. They can leave those at the comments section below, or they can email us at info thesecretlifeofpd.org. You almost had it. It's info at thesecretlifeofpd.org, but close enough. If I could read my handwriting. I know. I can't read my handwriting either, but that's for another day. Great. Okay, well, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. We, we do want to find out more topics from people um, and see what's, you know, what they want to hear about and what's bothering them um, and actually kind of goes ties in nicely with what we're going to talk about today. So I mentioned before um, a couple of new women that I've been introduced to, and um, I realized that as we talk sometimes cheerfully and excited about some of the topics that we have, like we're you know, trying to have that glass half full type of mentality. People are still dealing with what I would call maybe the dark side of Parkinson's, which is depression and apathy. So we had a segment before on joyless and it's kind of like the same thing, but I wanted to, you know, talk about it because it's something that's not always, it's not always on my radar because I feel like I moved past that point. Did you ever go through that part? Of depression or apathy. Actually, do you know what apathy is? Because I didn't know what it was. I think it's kind of like feeling sorry for yourself. Well, no. So apathy is like you you feel no mood or emotion. So I think that's the whole joyless piece that uh, that a lot of us can't explain. It's like you just you're. It says or emotionally flat. Like you just are there. I could never imagine being emotionally flat. Really, that would be horrible. No, I. I, I, I'm actually apathetic. I, I, I was going to say, I, I'm like, all right. I get that way all the time. I, 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 like I can last, care less about stuff. I know. Like last week, I literally, I was, I got the kids off to school and I was, I like laid back in bed because I didn't have a great night's sleep. And I'm laying there and I'm like, I know I need to get up. I know I need to do this. I'm like, I, I just don't want to. Like, I don't feel like it. I just have like no urgency, no care, no whatever. And it's just like the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um, but it's different from depression. Yeah. Did you ever go through depression? I, I, I don't. I have. I don't believe so. I, I go through. I still go through. Like you said, the apathy. Like where I'm like, I know I need to clean the house. I know I need to get yeah. something done. I just, I physically can't. Like I have no motivation to do it. Where before I would be like, all right, let's let's knock this out. And, mm-hmm. Um. But so no, I do have. I do have that. I, I. I don't believe I've ever sat down and like really been depressed. Where like I, mm-hmm. you know. So I was. 
Um, they And they do say that like about 50% of all Parkinson's patients will experience depression at some point. Um, but some experts, what I was reading about, they said some experts say that depression in Parkinson's involves more frequent, smaller episodes of... I don't know, like the sad feeling or like that the mood changes versus like a constant state. So people that don't have Parkinson's that do deal with uh, legit depression, I think that's like the longer phase of like they're in a dark place for days, weeks, months on end. Whereas some experts are saying that Parkinson's, it's like short lived, which makes sense for me because I would have, I, I started, I have like all these books. I don't know if you've ever noticed these. I have like journal upon journal upon journal that I like would write in because I would document how I was feeling and I would map out like okay it was like three days this month that I was just I don't like depressed but I didn't I just I in the beginning I didn't know how to handle it but now I handle it with medication and exercise so but you never went through that. I don't. I. I never. I, I've never felt sorry for myself. If that. If that. If that means. No, I, it's I, I not. Guess, it's not feeling I, sorry for yourself. I, I, you know, my. You know, I, and I wrote uh, something on Facebook a while, like three, four years ago after I got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, you know, my focus has been on. You know, I. Can't, I don't have time to be depressed. I have to raise a son. I have to go to work. I have to mm-hmm. house to clean, yard to mow, dogs to take care of. Like those are the things I focus on. And I, so I, you know, like I said, I, I never had like, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've been depressed, you know, from the time to time when you're like laying there thinking, man, I wish I could go out and had the energy to go do this or that. But mm-hmm. I, I've never like been in that dark place mm-hmm. where, um, you know, suicide thoughts or... You yeah, know, and I never, like, I never went that far. And mine was more just, like, sitting, like, I would be sitting on the couch and I just... And it could have been coupled with feeling apathetic. Like, I just didn't want to do anything, didn't want to go anywhere. But I had moments, especially in the beginning, like, the first six months or first year, where I would just, like, you know, just start crying or just... And, but I wasn't feeling any... I wasn't feeling sorry for myself. I wasn't even feeling anything. and I But I would just have these emotions that would overcome uh and just take over my day yeah i, I get i i've had i've, I've had those as well. and i always talk about it as like a couple like a day or two later if i'm out of it i can look back and i'm like oh wow like i was deep in this thing yeah. that i can't get out of i mean there's been, there was weekends when I, I i guess i said i was just tired but maybe it was depression that literally i just didn't leave the house i was so tired i just literally laid on the couch yeah. you know well and that's why they they actually do say to make sure that you document that type of stuff because you know with parkinson's we're gonna we have different our sleep patterns are different regardless of right. if there's depression tied with it whereas i don't want to say normal people but like every day people like depression and sleep are kind of go hand in hand ours is i think a little bit different but um but the the one thing i want to point out is a lot of times it's overlooked and it's untreated by ourselves or by the physician so if you don't talk to your physician about those types of things like when i this is i'm a very i'm prepared type person so when i went in to see my movement disorder specialist for the first time, I had my journal already like literally different things of starting from 
I, I organized it in a way that I said, this is what happened in 2017, and this is how I felt in 2018, and this is how I felt in 2019. So she was actually able to see and tell me all of this is connected and related to Parkinson's, which was a weight off my shoulder. So it's like everything was um, laddered up to Parkinson's versus me going through <clears throat> something else or in my life. But you have to be able to talk about it yeah. with your doctor. Yeah. So when you do those journal entries, do you write start out like Dear Diary today is? <laughs> I used to. I used to have I used to have journals when I was a kid. So I, I did. Just yeah. um, maybe I'll let you read one one day. Oh, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, but the thing that can be frustrating, I think, the most for caregivers is the apathetic feeling right. that we have. I've heard it from a lot of caregivers, and I. I see it myself and thank God, you know, Derek is, he handles, I guess me or handles Parkinson's in a really good way that to your point of like, I just, I don't want to clean. Like, I don't want to, like, you know, I used to, not that my house used to be spotless, but I would always like have everything organized by in the morning and then at night. And it's like, now there's days I'm like, I just don't care. And if I had him like chirping, like, why, why aren't we doing this or like obviously he helps out but it's like it's a part of me that has changed mm -hmm. so and i know for caregivers that can be really frustrating because it seems like we don't care i mean we don't but like we know we should yeah i don't know and that's you know one of the things i challenge with is like when friends have get togethers like committing to them because i don't know how i'm gonna feel in that mm -hmm. morning and it, once again it's not I don't think it, maybe it's more apathy or like that. I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to feel well enough to go out or yeah. to come go over the house. And I got friends that they don't understand that. They're like, you know, we had this party planned a month ago and you have an RSVP. And I'm like, yeah, because I, I may wake up that morning and not feel mm -hmm. like I can walk. So. Yeah, yeah. Lots of interesting stuff. Great stuff. But we're staying positive and we are working our way through it. I would strongly recommend anybody going through any of these issues, get with a group. Even if it's a Facebook group or a uh, Parkinson's community through, you know, one of the, the Michael J. Fox Foundation mm -hmm. or the National Parkinson's Foundation, um, your local community. Get, because I think that's where, that's where I've benefited from the most is Absolutely. having that group of people that when I say I don't feel like this or here's how I feel, they understand. Mm -hmm. Where when you, I say that to somebody that doesn't have Parkinson's, they don't get it. Mm -hmm. They're like, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. So, getting in with a group, exercising with a group, um, you know, in there, I heard, I had somebody the other day say, "Well, I, I can't exercise." I'm like, there are people in that gym that I go to that have had so many medical conditions, but they're still moving. They're mm -hmm. doing the best thing they can. They're doing, they're, they're doing as much as they can. Nobody's judging them for what they can or can't do. Mm -hmm. We're all pushing each other, trying to motivate each other to do the most we can. So yeah. I would do that. Um, you can always join us online through, mm -hmm. through Zoom if you're not local to the Columbus area. So Yeah. No, I think that's actually a really good, um, really good way to wrap it up is find a community. Find a couple people, something. And then that way you can talk and, and get things out there that other people don't understand. So, very good. All right, so here's our last 30 seconds. Depression and apathy are commonly overlooked and untreated. So consider keeping a journal, like I do, and describe how you're feeling. Or if you're the caregiver, uh, you know, this can be a really frustrating part of the disease, but please be patient. 
take notes, address them with the, your doctor, and know that this is something that we're trying to control, but we really can't control on our own. Always consult with your doctor, and thanks for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.